Welcome to your Optimal Personal Economy podcast with Justin Bennett. Your personal economy is your ability to create, protect, preserve, and utilize your wealth, your financial world. Justin will share strategies and stories to help you optimize your personal economy. Now, on to the show with Justin Bennett and co-host Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to another podcast with Justin Bennett. Justin is going to have me ask a question that I have always wanted to ask a financial services professional, and it also is something that has just been so baffling to me for as long as I've been doing this. And the question is, why do you care how much money I make? So, Justin, you've had clients or prospects or people that you have interacted with who've actually asked you this question, haven't you? I have. And, you know, I think that it's probably a confronting question to the listeners that we would ever say, why do you care how much money we make? But I think it's important that we spend some time to discuss it, right? Because although I don't get it often, I think that when I do get it, it does deserve and warrant some attention. Right, Matt? It, it absolutely does. So, so I think, you know, if I remember correctly, towards the tail end of our last discussion, we were talking about how, how we can create value for our clients as defined by creating this opportunity to live on income in retirement, whether they're getting a pension from their company or they're creating their own private like pension. And so this term value has been thrown around a lot in the marketplace lately. And I say to myself, like, what exactly does that mean to the consumer and to the consumer that's going to ultimately interact with a financial professional? And so, you know, I think value, if I were the consumer working with a or looking to work with a financial professional and a planner that's very intelligent and understands how money works, I would want to say value is a couple of things. It's definitely not, by the way, questioning how much money we make, although you know, I, I would probably be curious about that. But I think what I would lead with is trying to figure out what this value means to me. In other words, if I engage into a, if I step into a relationship with a, a planner, how is my life going to be better for my family and my business or the organization that I work in than if I didn't step into that relationship. In other words, like what what's going to happen? What things are am I going to do that I would not otherwise receive? And how am I going to understand how 5, 10, 15, 20, and 30 years in the future, my life will be better? But I need to understand that today, right? I can't I can't wait for 25 years to pass me by and then make an assessment as to whether or not it's been a valuable relationship. And so to me, you know, if if a planner can demonstrate and go through how they can quantify and demonstrate this value before I get to, you know, the 25 years from today, you know, I think that is going to certainly be helpful from a consumer's perspective to determine if value can be gotten from the relationship. Now, I think that that's a perfect dovetail into the the title of our podcast because you know if the consumer is winning out okay and I mean winning out meaning like they're receiving this value and the value is in some cases in excess of what they expected right then I have to counter propose the question or present the question why does it matter how much money we make right so how much money we make does matter if the if the conversation is driven around what's in it for the planner and not what's in it for the client. 
See, we at our firm, Matt, live by a, a motto that we can't create any sort of revenue to our firm until we produce this value to our client and the client signs off on it. And so therefore, it's our responsibility. It becomes our obligation to the relationship to be able to demonstrate and quantify and spell out all this value. And if the prospective client or the consumer feels, believes, and sees what we're able to do for them over the long term of our relationship before we get out to that 25th or 26th year, then we're able to step into their world and create value that they would not have otherwise received. Oh, and by the way, yeah, we'll make a couple of bucks along the way, but it's not a zero sum game, right? right? So as the as the client improves his or her situation, like we should also recognize that there's the ability for our business to grow. Because if there's not, how are we going to be able to continue to serve that growing client? So there needs to be like this, this consistent growth between the client and our business so that we can continue to properly serve the client. But I think what's interesting, Matt, is whether it be a, a doctor, a CPA, a restaurant, or just thinking about whatever you did in the past 12 to 24 hours of your life, like did did the listeners on this call go into their doctor's office, go into their dentist, go into their restaurant that they got lunch at, go into their coffee shop that they got a cup of coffee and say, hey, you know, wh- where's the owner here? The owner comes out and then they say, hey, owner, how much money are you making on me? <laughs> like, why is that conversation an acceptable conversation like I- within the planning business Yet it's not acceptable anywhere else. Well, that's, that's- what's baffled me, Justin. I, I don't. I, I mean, you know, you see a doctor driving around in a, in a really nice car. No, nobody questions that because they're a doctor. What you do as a financial services professional by helping protect people's life savings is one of the most important things that you can do for your clients. That's why this just baffles me entirely. Totally agree, Matt. And so, you know. I think when the question does come up, as I mentioned, it's not very often. I think it's it's definitely a result of, you know, some big name financial guru making the suggestion to the vast majority of the people that they should always ask the planner how much money they make. But what's interesting to me is that big financial guru who made that suggestion is never receiving the question of a caller calling in and saying, hey, you, financial guru, how much money are you making this year? <laughs> Right. So why like, like just the 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 silliness around this whole conversation when you apply it in these different settings starts to help people see how silly it is when the conversation does come up. Because, you know, I think that there needs to be this understanding that if we're going to have an upfront conversation and we're going to declare and demonstrate how we can create value in one's planning, as I talked about earlier. And oh, and by the way, we're going to make some money along the way. Like it should make no difference whatsoever. And so therefore the client always has to, the consumer always has to win out first a hundred percent of the time before which revenue could be generated to the firm. And that has to be understood. And I think with that grounded methodology around what we do and how we do what we do, it's, it's, it's almost like, again, I use the word silly often, but I think it's a silly conversation that we would ever find ourselves involved with because how we operate with our clients is just that. So I think that's a really important point, Matt. Yeah. Well, 
I personally, and maybe I'm a minority here, but I would like for my financial services professional to be successful because then I know that they're going to be there, just like you said, in 25 years. And that also means in the general rule of the society that we live in that you're doing something right. And I love when you just brought up the financial guru. Uh, I'm going to say gurus, plural, uh, because there are a number of them that are on the TV barking at us all the time. And they are making obscene amounts of money. But you know what? It's okay that they're making obscene amounts of money, but they're never going to get asked that question because, you know, they have done a great job of of redirection. So I think what needs to be also understood, though, is if we take a marriage, you know, two spouses, I think that over the course of time, those spouses will find themselves challenging one another at times, right? I think, though, they challenge one another for the greater good of the family and their future together. And so we what, what we would say, Matt, is that no different than, you know, a, a client or a consumer could challenge, you know, what we're discussing. I think that it should be acceptable that we challenge the consumer, right? So I think that in those types of healthy relationships, the long-term relationship of the client and the planner ends up becoming that much better when both the client and the planner can accept this notion that at times they may challenge one another, but it's for the greater good of the planning of the client and the relationship of what we're discussing. So we're okay, you know, when you know, there's these inqui- inquisitive questions presented to us just around the conversations and the planning that we do, because of course, a lot of the times it's different than what maybe they're accustomed to, and therefore it's going to produce much different results. I think, though, it's critical to make sure that the way that the question is being presented or approached is not from questioning the integrity of one another, but rather questioning to understand how it could be ultimately applied towards the planning and the work that we're doing together. So I think there's that healthy balance of, you know, being able to present, you know, challenging, if you call it like challenge questions. Mm -hmm. But I think I think the proverbial nonsense question of, hey, how much money do you make? is like completely rubbish. Mm-hmm. However, I recognize that there's people that are going to continue to ask it. So we're totally prepared to answer it. I do think that, you know, it's it's going to be a non kind of an issue for one's long-term planning because it's always 100% of the time going to be the case that the client's going to win out a lot more than what we win out. And if that's the situation, then in, in the business that we run and how we operate, I think I think we're going to be I think we're going to be okay. The client has to win out, and a client has to win out greater than how when than 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 the amount that we win out. And that is spoken like a true professional. So, Justin, thank you very much for this important conversation today. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate your time. And as always, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you know somebody who would really benefit from from listening to this, if you've had these sort of conversations, you know, with drinks with friends or you know, sitting around the table. Make sure that you forward this podcast because Justin just covered something that very few financial advisors uh, feel comfortable having that conversation. And when you're really looking at your, you know, your optimal personal economy, what what is going to make you truly successful? Sometimes these difficult questions, you need to find somebody who's ready to answer those for you. So for everybody at Bennett Financial Group, this is Matt Hallard, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon.